0: Hey everyone, it's Joe Batanz from RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Well, hi patrons, this is the first of the DragCon audio files from my interviews at DragCon. I decided to do them, well there's a couple that I'll do just one at a time. And then there's a few that I'm just going to lump together. So the way it worked was this. Uh, There was a press room and then there was the floor. There were two drag queens that I interviewed in the actual press room so those are longer interviews okay I actually did interview A.B. Soto and Ross Matthews on in the press room but my time was very limited with those two but in terms of uh actual sitting down with the drag queens there were two that I got Eureka O'Hara and Sasha Velour this one right now that I'm going to play for you is Eureka O'Hara and as you'll see, she's super, super friendly, and we had a really great time talking. She had this really cool friend with her who was sort of like there to sort of be her assistant and carry her things for her, and she sort of handled Eureka, and she was amazing and super sweet and super nice, and I got to talk to her off mic for a long time before because Eureka was doing other interviews. When, before she came up. And um, and one of the reasons I actually talked to, here's some insight tea, one of the reasons you'll hear me I throw immediately to the friend is Eureka hadn't eaten and her lunch was sitting there waiting and she was starving. So I wanted to have my time with Eureka, but I also wanted to give her some time to at least get a couple of bites of food in. Before I interviewed her so that, you know, it bought, it bought me more time with her. So you're going to hear me interview the friend. So you get to hear what it's like to be a friend of a, a person on RuPaul's Drag Grace. But just understand I'm doing that, not because I'm super interested in the friend, but because I wanted to give Eureka a break, give her a chance to eat some food. Uh, Any other, uh, she's super, super sweet, super, super friendly. I wasn't the biggest Eureka O'Hara fan going in, but I left a very big Eureka O'Hara fan. So she left quite the impression on me. I hope you guys enjoy the interview. This is Eureka O'Hara, well, (laughs) this is Eureka this is Eureka O'Hara at DragCon 2017. On, hey, this is Joe right. Batanz here at RuPaul's DragCon with Eureka O'Hara. In relation to Fifi O'Hara, what's the story of that? No, actually, I've never even met her. It's uh, My O'Hara comes from Gone with the Wind, girl. I'm Scarlet Fabulous. <laughs> And, you, you know, you have this amazing friend here who, while you were doing all the interviews and taking the step and repeats and doing the photos, she, I, I have a question. So, you know, Eureka's just finished her run on the show. And so when you're uh, watching this, like, is it hard for you? Is it easy for you? Because Eureka, if anything, got such an up-and-down edit. You know what I'm saying? Like, one episode, she's like... You know the villain, and then the last episode she was just at the hero edit. So, what was it like for you watching that, knowing her? You know, it was um, it was really hard sometimes, and because she's this amazing person, and she never says anything bad about anybody. She's the most incredible person in the world. She
1: can only have to eat. Oh, eat baby, eat. Oh, no, I go fine. here. No,
0: no, I'm fine. I can move. Oh, and so sometimes when people would say some things about her, or I would see something, I would just be like, oh. <gasps> Oh, no, no, she's going to freak out because that's not how she is. But, um, yeah, it was a little bit hard for me. But um, I think for the most part, God had a plan and uh, he put it into motion. So let's go back over to Eureka now. Walking over, got to Eureka. Now, Eureka, there's so many questions for you. You're so loved. And so so when you're watching these moments back, Mm -hmm. is it hard for you? Is it easy for you?
1: Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's hard to see yourself on international television first. Uh, You see yourself from a different perspective that you're not used to seeing yourself in, but you also get to see yourself reacting as a human, interacting with other humans, so that's also different. Um, But at the same time, I authentically know that every step of my process was genuinely who I am. Even the negative moments is how I react to my everyday life to a negative moment. I don't regret anything that I said, anything that I did. All you can do is you can't live in the past you can only change the direction that you live it in the future so i've learned from any mistake that i might have made but at the same time i also uh abhor myself for just being genuinely me the whole time
0: now let me ask you this question i want to jump to this because this is something i get I, this is a fan asking a question not just the reporter is you know last week uh rupaul let you go because of your knee
1: first of, all, first of all how's your knee is it better? Um, My knee's doing much better. I had surgery immediately as soon as I left the show. Um, It's been a few months, and I'm healed. I'm just in a gaining strength with my knee situation.
0: Okay. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. When she let you go and you were leaving and you were talking about the crew applauding you, I got choked up when I saw that. But then, within seconds, I was like, wait, bitch, you have the greatest opportunity that any drag queen has ever gotten in the history of this show in that you get those first six episodes, five episodes that you were on. So you get all of that. Now you can go out there and make the drag coin, which lets you now save up all that money so you can come up with fierce outfits. You know how the shows run. You know, I mean, you're going in with such better than... Because you know, you have a year to know. Cynthia Lee Fontaine didn't know, you know? Yeah. So why was it sad for you? I mean, I would have been like, I would have been, with my bad knee, dancing out the,
1: off the main stage. Right. Well, I mean, I think it was sad for me only because um, all I could think of was my family at home. I have a beautiful mother that's been very supportive, an amazing community. I've got two nieces and a nephew that's my biggest fan. And they were so ready to see the show. And that those are the people that drove me to be successful and, like, fight in the competition. So I mostly thought about, like, disappointing people. Um, I knew that ultimately people were going to be hurt by me going home. And then also. So for me, it was hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that I didn't win or lose, and I had to wait again. My life's always been a waiting game. It's like waiting for that next opportunity, waiting for my life to change, waiting for... Um, that golden moment that God gives me. So it's like, I felt like I got it. And then it was like, Oh no, wait, you got to wait just a little bit longer. It's okay, but you got to wait. So it took me a little bit to really understand that and let it sink in. Um, but now that it has, I am prepared. I know that I have advantages, but also I know that it comes with disadvantages only because people know me, people know what to expect. The judges are going to expect me to be over the top amazing every step of the way. So it's just pushing me to fight 10 times harder and be everything that I can be for next season.
0: Well, Eureka, Harrow, that's amazing. I am pulling for you. I think, I think you're you're the the horse in the lead now. Oh, I mean, I mean, I love because, you know, you know, you were so strong, you know, going in, and and has, has that been sort of the tough thing? Is where the villain edits kind of tough for you to watch.
1: Um, For me, I don't know about the villain edits, honestly. I think I don't see it like some people perceive it. Perceptions are perceptions. People are going to read situations like they want. Um, The villain edit, I never really see anyone as a villain, personally. For me, I just see people reacting. This is real life. People get angry. People argue. um, People have snippy comments here and there. I think it's only natural. And this season, more than ever, people are getting to experience real emotions from people. They're getting to experience real moments, too like my knee hurting or getting hurt and me leaving the show, that's a moment that you can't plan. That's true reality TV. All right.
0: My one last little comment really is, how did no one say anything to Lexis Michelle when she was pulling that, like, you should have told me about this outfit thing? How was everybody just... Do you think everyone was gunning for Miss Congeniality? What's going on? Why was anyone just like... What? Yeah, Oh
1: well, I don't know. Did you watch Untucked? I did. Yeah, well, if you notice, I was like, everyone had already been bitching about me talking too much. I was on crutches, so I was like, (laughs) I'm going to go the Jesus route with this one, so I was like, Alexis, I'm not trying to upset you, okay? I know I talk too much, but I feel like if I'd have told you, you'd have snapped, because bitch is a little crazy, but I love her, and she's a very strong, hot-headed competitor, so um, she never helped me, bitch. I don't know what she's talking about. (laughs) I helping her. No, I'm it. I'm getting.
0: Well, we'll leave it on that note. I'm Joe Batanz. Thank you, Eureka O'Hara. Oh, I love All right. you, Joe. Thank you. I love you, you. too.